Welcome to Talk Talk Punch. Thank you so much for joining us for both our audio podcast and the YouTuber viewers. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey. And the Tony Stark of this Iron Legion, Charlie Hickman. If I could but grow a Tony Starkian mustache, my whole life would be different. <laughs> that makes us drones, though, bro. We're drones if it's Iron Legion. Uh... <laughs> You I mean, I guess, Avengers. I guess you said Iron Legion, which is drones. Technically, no, I've used the Avengers already as a nickname. I had to come up with something else. <laughs> Iron point. Legion. Good point. I'll, Charlie, I'll be your drone. I'll be your drone. Ah, uh, oh, Brody. <laughs> All right, Will. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you subscribed, so that way you can come back here every Wednesday to hang out with us and see what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic. We're doing one of our reviews. We haven't done a review in a while, so, and, and now that Ant-Man Quantumania is streaming on Disney+, Plus, we said, Ant-Man you know what? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, or Ant-Man 3, whatever you want to call it, it's on Disney+, Plus, and you can watch it. Everybody can watch it, so long as you have a Disney+, Plus membership. So for the folks that maybe didn't get a chance to see it in theaters, or maybe they have a family and they didn't want to drop $100, oh, or maybe they yeah. saw it, and now they're watching it again... For all those little minute details, we are here. We're going to have some fun discussion talking about this movie because now we have all seen it. So, fellas, what did you think of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania before we get into the nitty gritty? Charlie, what did you think? Uh, I'm I'm glad we're getting a chance to talk about this because the three of us have not talked about this really at all. I remember getting a, a phone call from Brody when he was going to see it and I said, Brody, Text me after you see an opening night. I'm like, text me after the movie. Let me know how it is. I did not get a text. That was clue number one. Clue number two, when I talked to him, he gave me the high voice. It's good. It's good. <laughs> the high voice. Oh, bro. So I had, I had my suspicions that maybe this wouldn't be one of the strongest MCU uh, films out there. And, and I think probably it lands uh, it, it, kind of a meh for me. Uh, there's some stuff that I really like. There's some stuff that worked. And there's some stuff that we'll get into that I thought... Could have been a lot better. Uh, and it's going to be fun to be able to talk about those in layers because it's, uh, you know, movies, are ne- it's never as simple as, as good or bad. There's stuff that works and there's stuff that doesn't. Uh, and so I'm, I'm glad we get a chance to get into that. Uh, Charlie, I just have to say, yes, I forgot to text you back. But you <laughs> called me while I was sitting in the movie theater waiting for the movie to start. And then I was very tired when I got out. It wasn't a midnight showing, but I think it was like... A nine o'clock showing. This is like a two-hour movie. We're talking like. Uh, I mean, the fact that you answered in the middle of the movie—that's the clue. It wasn't in the middle of the movie. Like the previews hadn't even started. I was just sitting there with my wife, hanging out, waiting, watching like the local ads. Did anybody okay. shush you? No, no. <laughs> Shh, quiet. Get off the phone. All right, Dylan. What about you? What did you think? Um, I'll be honest. I when I watched this, I watched it when it when it came on to Disney Plus, and people had already kind of said that it was bad and it was terrible, and so I went into it with exceedingly low expectations. And I don't understand what all the hate is from. There's plenty of things I don't like about the movie, but this is not like a Thor Dark World, which I think is easily like one of the worst. Easily, because I, I would say, I mean, it's not even close to that bad. Not even close, in my opinion. Which is not a glowing review. It's a low low bar. It's a low bar. But it is a bar. Right. And hopefully you can get a couple of drinks at that bar. Brode, what do you think? Because you haven't said anything yet. I, so coming out of this, I was processing a lot. And I was like, okay, where does this kind of fall for me? Because now there's been so many Marvel movies and I'm like, Okay, so where does this fall with the in the Ant-Man trilogy? Where does this fall in the MCU? And there were things that I didn't really care for. And there were things that I did like. I It's not my favorite Ant-Man. It might actually be my least favorite Ant-Man, now that I'm saying that out loud. Um, but yes, it's not like, we're not talking like bottom of the barrel. We're not talking like Eternals or anything that this is kind of a this is kind of a midpoint like mcu for me i think i would like i'd be really interested and i haven't yet but 
to really kind of get like a list. And that's something we need to do as kind of a group is to to start like a list of MCU because it's it's hard to mentally do it. But but it, this was fun. And yeah, it was fun. There were things that I liked about it. Yeah, there were things that I was kind of like, ah, eh, okay. All right. Well, let's let's get into what we like then. Well, you want to start with some uh, some story stuff well, let's, here? Yeah. Let, let's let's talk about the story a little bit. Let's talk about. Uh, do we want to start good? Do we want to start bad? Do we want to start what we liked? Start high. Sure. Dylan. Okay. What did you guys like about the story? I like the fact that it, it, I mean, I liked that it took place in the quantum realm. I mean, it was different. It was, it changed the tone. It was trying something kind of new. Uh, I liked, I loved the idea that they were, that uh, Hope Van Dyne was, um, you know, making affordable housing with, with her company and also like food and, and, um, there was like, there was, I can't remember what the third one was. I, I've watched it several times. So it's just for that. But I thought, it was really cool that that kind of a thing was being addressed. The fact that a company with that pin particles and their technology is working inside of like the fact that the post snap or blip or whatever they call it, uh, and they're they're actually addressing that kind of a thing. I thought that was really cool. It was interesting that they mentioned the blip and like the the social like impact and they're like people lost houses and stuff like that. There's all these homeless. And and they they were doing that. I thought that was cool. Like it wasn't be, just huh? them. it wasn't just them just doing nothing. Hey, we're rich people. We don't have to do anything. That's their problem. They were like she was literally like helping him out. I thought that was cool. I like the fact that uh, that uh, Hank Pym was bonding with Cassie and and his wife. I thought that was really cool. She called him Grandpa Hank. Yeah, yeah. I like that, Charlie. Ah. I- no 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 i i i'm gonna kind of weave good and bad here together because i think there's a lot of interesting ideas in this script and i think one of the themes that i kept feeling throughout this entire movie was that just stuff was really underdeveloped and we get kind of like a a view of of this you know teenage relationship of a father-daughter and that sets up like in the beginning like it's going to be a, a really big and developed theme and it's and it's really not and we get you know the just a lot of it's like a lot of setup it felt like a lot of setup without as much deliver even the quantum realm which is cool uh and they go there and and you get to see it there's it's kind of an underdeveloped star warsian yeah. world yeah um there's kind of why is there a guy with a like a light bulb head uh you know like can you talk about that like why like oh cool bill murray's here but but why is he here and and why is he gone so soon and, and then never back again and it, it just oh and, and the, oh there's ants there and then those those will be important later remember the ants and it just it just everything kind of felt a little underdeveloped but I I think probably my favorite part of 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 everything was maybe maybe Jonathan Majors as Kang I thought he did a yeah I thought, I thought the, like the like he gave a pretty nuanced performance in places like maybe some of the cackling at the at the end credit scene uh, was a little bit over the top uh, but <laughs> but I, I kind of like yeah I think he, he might have been my favorite part of the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. At least from like a, a story, a story to like his story, him and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's storyline might have been the most interesting. Although even she was just kind of there to kind of serve as a setup to King, uh, and was underdeveloped. Would have been cool to see more. I could just a whole movie of her backstory there would have been more interesting. But anyway, I'm <sighs> I, I I'll be honest. I didn't like the fact that for zero real reason, if she have said, "Hey, it was traumatic. I don't want to talk about it," then. I could be like, I, I would have a bit of respect for it, but she didn't even do that. She was just like, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm not going to period that I was like, that seems exceedingly dangerous. That's for, for no purpose, except for a big reveal. And that's it. it she, they, like you said, it was, it was underdeveloped. There was no reason for her to just keep quiet. There was, there was little moments of pet peeves and I'm going to try to really avoid pet peeves when we do these reviews because <laughs> things that just like, get under my skin a little bit. And that's just mo- me being crotchety. But anytime in any movie, not just this in this movie, but in any movie, there's a situation where the stakes are set up to be incredibly high. Like you're sucked into a new realm or dimension. You don't know what's happening, but someone who's been there before is terrified and scared out of their mind, pushing you up against mushroom-like plants while spaceships scan the world for your very existence. She's telling you to be quiet. And you're like, no, 
I'm going to keep yelling <laughs> at you right now until you tell me what's going on very loudly. I don't care what you say. Like, I feel like at some point you could say, look, I'm a little confused, maybe even a little bit upset. But we'll talk about this somewhere when we're not running for our lives when you're I just I, what is this? Like it's like just like the needless yelling at people was so weird. So just like some little things like that that were I felt like were a little weak in the writing where they could have, you know, maybe set the, like the like the excuse for them being sucked in felt a little overly retconned and like, it could have just come up with some I think maybe yeah. a, a couple of more clever ways to in, to get them into the realm uh, and set up set up the world a little bit more developed. This, I think, for me, as I think back to, like, the first two Ant-Man movies, this one feels, like, so different. From yeah. It's not a heist, really. It's not a heist movie. The other two were heist it's, movies. It's, yeah, it's not really a heist. We don't get a lot of the same characters. It's really kind of isolated. I mean, they go really quickly into the quantum realm. Yeah. And there is very minimal, like, real-world stuff we don't get his three friends the ex-con security guys yeah. what happened They're to the security business like what happened to the security business they were gone completely i don't know we don't get cassie's mom like any of that like i love that very dynamic. you know we got like a couple characters and like i think that's one thing with this movie and i think that's fits in this this little story um category is i think watching the trailers for this movie I thought this was going to be a bigger scale movie. And it sure. felt very small and not in like a punny Ant-Man way. But like you know, the fact that like they're there is somehow this is like the only place in the quantum realm. Like Janet was there, Kang fell right there. They got sucked out. They came back in, like wound up in the same place. Mm -hmm. Like they're talking about these places being like universes, and it it <laughs> all like took place in like this very small like perimeter of space. Like they're all kind of moving around really close together, and I yeah I don't I don't know the it it kind of bugged me a little bit when I was like well it just it doesn't nice. seem as, as big. Yeah. The stakes I'm, trying, I'm trying to not use like all these, all these like big and small comparisons because I'm like, oh, there's a lot really of ant puns over there, bro. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it, it harkens back to exactly what Charlie said. And that is, it really wasn't, it like, it wasn't uh, as developed as it should have been. Like, you see, even like, I think the actual quantum realm, you see them running and you can, you can see, all right, they're, they're running and they're running for their lives, but it certainly doesn't seem like their lives are at stake. It seems like they're on a jog. And I think that's due to like the lack of understanding of what they were even running from at the time, which is the lack of development. I think that's kind of where the story went off its rails. They just, it didn't seem, it seemed like a second, maybe third, fourth draft or something, but they didn't. And like the city, there was a whole city, but we saw like what, one bar? Like mm -hmm. they walked through one corridor and then they went to one bar and like that's, that's all we saw of this city. Aside I love the drink the Isley Cantina. It's great. Yeah. The drinking the ooze and then they can understand. I thought that was really cool. I liked that. I thought that was really clever. I actually really liked that. But yeah, yes, I, I, I loved oh. more of more of the like more of that would have been great. Like yeah, like what like at the end like you know the in the big Star Wars Lord of the Ringsy and entrance of all these like you know characters that we met for like seconds on the screen. Uh, you know, like I mean, people are dying or or living and and we have no connection to them. Like we don't care. We don't know them at all. Like it's supposed to be, I think, well, I was, a dramatic. I was goal, sad when Flashlight had died. All all we know of him is that he likes to torture people. Like there's yeah, like I... no like there's like no like okay, I guess he's a good guy. I don't know. He really seems to like to torture people. I I don't know. It was like a, a but for, for Dylan for you what you were saying about the running thing that really bothered me a lot because yeah. it, the whole world felt flat because it was all green screen. Mm -hmm. And so there's mm -hmm. no inter yeah. they didn't interact with the, the world at all. There's no interacting with the world. And so moments that should have been really like intense 
or emotional felt very flat because these actors are standing still or you know jogging in place like a like a 1950s you know movie with like a like a like a <laughs> wow, the moving moving pictures in the background here mm-hmm. like we're in a car uh it just and even like Mo, even the modog death scene where they can't touch him and then it cuts to like a visual of paul rudd and like a weird creepy like random arm pops up yeah like out of nowhere to like kind of touch his face a little bit and he's like all right and it's just like so disconnect everything is disconnected everything is flat Mm -hmm. and disconnected and so then it never looks like they're in peril and they never touch like the stuff around in the universe unless it's like very very foreground stuff like a like a cup at a table (laughs) it's just like the so everything feels really disconnected and it created for me like a really kind of disconnected viewing like viewing of the movie and Definitely. I found myself it harder to get lost in what should have been a really like mm-hmm. easy world, like world building to get lost. And it was hard yeah. for me to like really care about the characters and their emotional connections because everything just felt really flat. If you just go back and watch it and just like look for those moments, mm. how many how many times like they show like one character standing still with a still shot of a city behind him, and they deliver a line, and then it pans over to another character, and they're standing still with a still shot of a lifeless city behind him. It just it's like it, I don't know. It just felt it, everything felt very like. It just, it, it didn't like have, it. and maybe this is what, because uh, I don't think it was bad, but I just felt, I'm disappointed because I feel like it could have been great and, yeah. and it wasn't. Like they just like, it, it's like they kind of stopped at like, eh. and they could, they could have been something really special. It could have been mm-hmm. like a really big turning point where everyone's like, Marvel's back, baby. And you know, and I like, can't wait for, for five. And instead it kind of felt like, man, would this have been a better TV show? Like, would this have been a better eight episode? Like, they go to the quantum realm and we get to meet more of the characters and care about more of the characters and we get a better introduction of Kang and maybe some more backstory with Janet and all. Like, would this have been a better, like, eight episode miniseries? Uh, I, I, I don't know, but that kind of were the, the story kind of like it was, it was, there were elements were there and it just didn't deliver. But I also, and to kind of go off of that a little bit, when you did see people interact, like the, the end fight between, ant-man and kang like i loved that i thought that was a great like action fight set piece i yeah that finally when there was there was a bit bit of stakes even though and i, I that, like quantum realm was, the opening was going to open back up i mean yeah I, I actually loved that that hope van dyne came through and like helped him out i, I was like nice that's the way what, what did you what did you guys think of modok what did you guys think of that like little story within the story well, should we do we want to stick to story or do we want to move on to characters? Characters. Let's do both. Let's do both. Because okay. characters are part of the story. It's true. Modok Modoc was interesting. I was really excited for Modok, and I had heard all of the uh that it was gonna be Darren and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, okay. Um but I I don't know. It felt off to me. For and, for a character who is supposed to be so feared. He was surprisingly, and I know it's Modoc, and it's going to be kind of there's going to be an element of goofiness, but there was too much of that. He should have been way more hardcore, like trying to kill. And he was just kind of like, "Well, end of the line, Cassie." <laughs> and I was like, "What? Like, they, it, come on, this is the part where you're supposed to be a little bit menacing, at least a little bit." I don't fear for her in any way. Because I was just like, she's just gonna get small again, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, what happened? Up, oh, yeah, surprise, surprise! Your dad's not here to say." I was all of this. I was like, that I, I didn't like that about the character. I like, I loved the character of Darren, and you know, Yellow Jacket or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, he was Yellow Jacket. But and they, I thought he was took, more menacing as Yellow Jacket. Yes, he was <laughs> absolutely. He, I mean, he could have been. He, he could have preyed on the fears of when he came into a room that night when she was a kid, and he didn't. None of that stuff. It was just, well, I'm here again. <laughs> Modog, take me seriously. I thought it was odd. I don't like the plot contrivance of a character's heart can just be changed through a simple conversation, where she's like, or "Have you considered not being a bad guy?" And he's like, mm. "Well, now that you mention it." I am a good guy. And it's just like, okay, okay. I know we got to move things along here a little bit, but maybe they could have set up a little bit more conflict in the beginning with like internal conflict for him in the beginning, some kind of stakes involved for him that like give him some kind of rational for rationale for like being like, ah, yeah, you know what? 
I do want to be a hero. He's like, ah, oh, now I'm a, an Avenger. And he mentions it for like the first time. Like what, what if he had wanted to be Avenger this whole time or, you know, give him something like a, some kind of con conflict and character development to explain the sudden like dramatic shift from mm. I'm a killing machine to like, yeah, you know what? I didn't really like that anyway. I'm a, I'm a big head stepped in a thing. He uh, was killing people when he was up in the regular realm as a human. He had no problem killing people. And now suddenly <laughs> no. he's like, oh, I don't want to be a bad guy. Really? Okay. Yeah, I I didn't care for. It. I think I think I feel like they could have set that up a little bit better. But I mm. did I did like I thought some of the jokes were fun. Uh, and some of the you know, there were some parts of that that I thought uh, that I liked the Modoc stuff. But I I get I get what you're saying. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, he I'm just didn't say, feel like Modoc. He didn't feel like yeah, Modoc. Yeah. Yes. I'll be honest. I don't know if it was due to the performance, but I didn't care for the character of uh, of Cassie. I, I, I mean, I liked some parts of it, but again, it, the shift didn't make a lot of sense. Either she is disappointed in her dad severely after he saved the world, which I thought was like, I was like, excuse me, young lady, are you kidding? <laughs> that is, at the very beginning, I was really displeased with that. I was like, you're upset with him because he was trapped in the quantum realm. That doesn't really, I don't, like, you're upset with him because he had to go through that. I don't ever really like those sort of things. Like, they, they did that in, like, other, uh, on other TV shows, and I've never cared for it. It's like, oh, you were gone. And it's like, yeah. I was, like, stranded on a desert island. It was like, what, it was an arrow <laughs> when they did that? I was stranded yeah, on yeah. a desert island. So you sorry. Missed, you missed you were been prom. In this mansion, in this <laughs> whole mansion, all these years, sleeping in a bed. And I've been stranded on an island, but just, but I'm a jerk for missing out. So sorry. And that's exactly what I was like. I was like, young lady, first off, you shouldn't be getting arrested. If you're going to do it, do it right. And that's all he was saying. And she's like, oh, well, what do you know, dad? And he's like, I saved the world then. That's all. I should be eating out to dinner on that one for the rest of my life. Do not sit there and say, oh, you should do this. I'd be like, I already did this. Okay, and if you and even he was still going going to try and help out, I I, I didn't care for that. I I thought that, and he never gave her any sort of static. He was always nice, even if he was like, "What are you doing?" All he's doing is for asking for information. He never once was like, "You're wrong," or "You're doing the worst things you could do," or "This is any of that stuff." I was like, he's being so like too patient at this point. They replaced the actress from from mm -hmm. Endgame, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and not like uh, ceremoniously from what from what is uh, what I've understood. Um, I, I I didn't think she was a very good actress, and and or at least not in this role. And and to be fair to her, it could have just been the way that she was written, but it did feel like a little flat. Her, I think her green screen work did look probably the worst out of everybody when she's kind of doing the light jogging and some of that stuff. I. I don't know. I, I, maybe the character was just a little bit too underdeveloped. I will. I will say. Um, that any, anytime you start off like a character, like with like you, they did this with the they've done this in some of the other MCU stuff where you're introducing. And it's not like she's a new character, but like at this age, we're getting to know a new sure. kind of character, and you start her out by like being rude to a beloved character and mean. Like it just it creates, and then she's like the she's doing this thing behind the mod. Like I just feel like it sets the, it sets us up to like not like the character and yeah, like why yeah. not just why not set her up to be awesome at the beginning? Yeah. Like why not write her to be awesome? Uh, why not take this? You know, uh, it, it's, it, how long has it been since the, the since Endgame stuff? Like yeah, you're right. Ant Man could deserves like a break. Like, right. My, my dad. My dad. Uh, my dad retired to like. Uh, <laughs> For, for like for like you know coast on his tenure now and i i never once considered calling him up being like you're such a failure all the students that need to be taught like what is wrong with you like and he didn't save the world but he's he always a good teacher but like that's all right like take a break man jeez yeah i don't know Bro, what i don't do you think, think? I, I didn't mind her I... you've got way too much patience way too well, much patience well, well, there's well, well, no well, way don't... Don't don't reward that statement. I didn't mind her. Is not, I didn't mind her either. I didn't think the actress did like an amazing job, and I didn't think the character was all that well written. I didn't mind her. It's not a compliment. I minded it. That's true. I minded though. Yeah, did you I like her, bro? It. That's did you like the character? Did you like the performance? That's the question. I thought she was fine. I 
I, I don't know That's that worse. I can go much more. That is that. worse. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care for it. I didn't like how that part of the character was written. I thought maybe she could have, and she built the thing that brought them to the quantum realm. Why focus on these negative aspects of herself yeah. instead of really good? If she wants to help people, make it a positive way. Make it like she's good at it. She's like learning from hope because hope is like actively doing that. Yeah. Like she's helping massive amounts of people. Did, did Evangeline Lilly have the like 12 lines of dialogue or something the whole movie? I felt like yeah. she, she was hardly she got, in it. I didn't like that. I liked her character and I liked her character in this. Like she, when she was like, I'm demanding, I want to know everything right now. I actually was kind of on the same page. I was like, you know what? She should be talking at this point. And when yeah. she, at the end, when she came out and she helped Scott and she was blasting Kang, I almost like started clapping. I was like, yes, Hope is back. Come on. I, yeah, I did great. miss hope in this. I did miss yeah. hope. And I, I will say, though, man, I thought that she was great in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then she, like, she cut all of her hair. And I did like her haircut. She did that really because she was trying to be fun. true to the comic book character. But, yeah, no, it no. didn't suit her. It didn't suit her. It but really, the last really haircut didn't, didn't suit her either. So I didn't, I mean, I didn't like what it. Can you okay. do? All right, all right. Well, we can... We'll have a whole hair related. <laughs> I don't think the two of you get to give hair hair critiques. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Come on, come on. Hey, can you guys? Can uh, you compared guys compared to the last one, that's all I'm saying. Uh, that's all uh, I'm saying. Press. I liked her. Can I liked. You, I liked her look. Clear something up for me, because you guys are you guys yeah. are smart guys. It set up in the beginning that the conflict between uh, between you know Ant Man and his daughter was like based on like him not still kind of being in this hero mold. And sure. then they go to the quant. They get sucked in the quantum realm, and he doesn't want to engage. He wants to protect his daughter and his family. Yeah. And then they get taken, and he risks the fate of the entire world to save just his daughter. And then it happens that she escapes, so he doesn't have to do that. And everyone else comes to help them fight, and he never really actually risks like everything to help, like. Like, would it have been a better story if, like, the daughter, if he, like, sacrificed, not not that she should have died, but, like, that he was willing to not save her to save the world? Like, wasn't that the lesson that she was trying to get him to do, to not just care about him and his immediate family, but to engage and to be a hero even when it's hard, even when you're having to make the ultimate sacrifices? Uh, and he's willing to, to sacrifice his own life, which in... Which is, you know, I guess noble in some in some some regards, but also like the much easier sacrifice for 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 someone to make. Was you you saw the the scene of Scott and uh, um, you know, and Black Widow go, you know, d d like arguing over who would go over the cliff and die. Like easier to easier to be the one who goes over the cliff and one who has to carry the weight of not being the one who went over the cliff. Uh, you're like this. I don't know. Like, could they have wrapped that into like a more like he actually did something? heroic in the way that it was described that he wasn't being heroic instead of just really kind of doing everything to get back to the world or or do you think it was enough that he was willing to stay in the quantum realm for an extra like 30 seconds i'll be honest i think that this is due to that lack of development if they'd have taken a second and been like hey maybe this should be i don't know kind of a theme that we've been using on here instead of kind of no real theme because there wasn't exactly a theme didn't make any real sense. Like there wasn't a heist. He, you're right. I mean, he didn't like risk his life except for attacking Kang. He went in to go get the the uh, uh, you know the whatever the core thing is. But I'm not even. I I saw the movie twice and I'm still not exactly sure what he did. He did he throw he and Hope throw the, the those discs at the thing and is that what they were supposed to do? Because that wasn't clear to me at all. I knew that they yeah, his they, mind they had to shrink it. longer. They had to shrink the thing. Yeah, shrink it. Yeah, string it to get it out of there. It seemed exceedingly simple. That seemed like really not a big deal. It didn't seem like a big heist. So, I mean, like, I think all of what you're saying goes back to the underdeveloped part because, it, I mean, yeah, it didn't make any sense. Like, like none of it was connected. It was, like you said, it was disjointed. And so, like, if they had set it up where he had an opportunity to escape with his daughter and his family, and chose not to do that so that he could save all the people of the quantum realm, even though yeah. it wasn't his fight. He said, no, I'm going to stay here and do this because this is what a hero does, and this is what's right. Instead of like, well, hey, we're trapped here anyway, and really the only way to get out is to defeat this guy. Like, it just felt like they kind of, like, don't have that part of the beginning 
if you're not going to tie that into a bow for me at the end. Like, that's not... There was no real... Le- and the movie literally starts with him walking down the street, and then it ends with him walking down the street. Like, yeah. he's in exactly the same place. Like, there was no, like, real arc or character development. Like, it just, like, it kind of, like... It was kind of like, oh, that was that was a random time. Remember when we defeated <clears throat> Kang, who apparently killed, like, an infinite number of Avengers, like, pretty easily, and then now, now we're just back whistling a tune down the street? Like, I just feel like maybe they could have done something to kind of give a little bit more meaning to like 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 a more meaningful sacrifice for him um brody what do you think i'm t- I'm talking too much is this so as you're as you're talking and as you're saying this stuff i'm thinking does this have the uh the iron man 2 problem remember iron man 2 there was all this stuff set up in Iron Man 1. We started getting all these other movies and then Iron Man 2 came up and it felt like the movie was only there to further set up all the other movies. It was there yeah. to set up Nick Fury. It was there at the to expense set up of the story. Black Widow at the expense of the story, at the expense of the character. And kind of like Charlie is saying, like not much happened other than we have a setup for Kang. Yeah, they so didn't is, really. Is, yeah, is it kind of like that? You think? Yeah, it's a good way to say that. I I cannot like stress enough what you had said though about the underdevelopment of it. I mean, it just as I look back, I'm like, wow, that really was underdeveloped. They didn't even really put a theme together with this. And when I, you would think of Iron Man two, what exactly was the theme on that one? I mean, there's more of a theme, I guess. Because, but you know, I mean, was it his dad? Was he finding the thing to fix his like he's getting killed by his own? I don't know. So it's disjointed all over the place and underdeveloped. Yeah. May I um, ask you so, guys? Sorry. What's that? No, go, go, go. I was going to. I was going to ask what you guys thought of Paul Rudd's performance. I thought he was good. I think he's he's got. This Scott Lang, nice guy. I'm a, I'm a hero character that he's kind of established, and that's, that's what he played. Hmm. I'll say yeah, this. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, ahead. go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead, no. Go ahead. I, I'll I, I just, I, I thought it was. I thought he did. I thought he was fine. He's Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. I, but th- I thought some of the material was maybe a little bit weak in some places, and that maybe like reflected in. Performances as well. Like I, there were some fight scene moments where it kind of like maybe maybe hand to hand isn't like the Paul Rudd special. It's not. <laughs> yeah, not the special. When he so was fighting Kang, there were some parts that. where I was like, oh no 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 no. <laughs> Jonathan Majors is gonna just kind of, and Paul Rudd would be <laughs> on the floor when he like punched him a couple of times and Kang was just like, oh, no no, and then he knocked him down. I was like, that's more like it. That makes more sense. I was like, no, come on. I'll how, about, how about you two, Dong? There were times where he, and especially when he was not in the quantum realm, but there were times where it seemed almost like he was coasting on his Paul Rudness and he forgot to be Scott Lang. And he was just kind of, he was om- like almost way over the top. Like he was completely insincere. He's like, so what are you going to do? I, I was just like, what is, what? What is this? This isn't. Like a grounded, real character talks. Like, how is what is he doing? This isn't a, a like like just a comedy. This is an MCU movie here. And when he gets to the quantum realm, most of the time he is serious and he's being Scott Lang, and that's good. But it just seemed like he was like, oh, "Hey, I'm cute Paul Rudd, and I'm in the regular world. I'm not Spider Man." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, dude," but that felt like the Scott realm. Lang that had been set up. That yeah. felt like Scott Lang from all the other ne- movies, too. Yeah, he's never been like that. He's never been like, uh-huh, I don't know. <laughs> I, what, what if what if they had set up a, like a Quantum Realm heist movie? You know, like where they needed to come and, they, and, and Kang had something and they needed to steal it. And yes. they could have like all the sci-fi stuff, but kept like the... Like I felt like one of the problems, too, was the duality of tones. Like just like constantly mm-hmm. shifting out of like this really... You know, it's the the quantum realm was colorful, but also very like dark. It wasn't like a bright, happy place, right? Yeah, it's dark, sure. and people are like living through like horrors. And like, what if what if uh, what if we just match the tones a little bit better? Because we have like these like w- like random like, aha! All right, now let's get back to the. So your whole family was wiped out. Um, yeah. Let's talk about, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like we could maybe, maybe we could have matched the tones a little bit better. Maybe maybe take another couple of passes at that script. Maybe think I, I want to have a theme to this. I need Edgar Wright back. Bring Edgar, Edgar oh, Wright back. Oh yeah. I will say I, I I do like the real world Ant Man stuff. Like when they're drinking and and like making like making a huge Thomas the Train man. That was like yes. that kind of stuff. Like is awesome. Yeah. I know there was a lot of they they were making themselves bigger and smaller, but. Man, th those fight scenes were great, like with like the yeah. stuff shrinking and and like I felt like that was really missing too. Like this could have been like a cool like maybe a different maybe a different MCU character could have done some of this. Like maybe a uh, I don't know. I think they could have. I think you could have put any MCU character. In this yeah, and then and that right there shows because it's an Ant Man movie. It's got to be something that Ant Man is going to be able to do. Where instead of just throwing somebody into the quantum realm and fighting Kang which is not an Ant-Man thing. He's a heist guy. He's not a, like, he's not an Iron Man. He, he shouldn't be, because not everybody should be an Iron Man. Everybody has their thing, and they completely brush that aside. No heist. All right, no, I, I do want, want, I want to... Yeah, I, was I do want say, to I talk about Kang. Yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I want, because the cast was a little yeah. bloated, but I think we all agree that Kang was maybe the best of all the, of all the side characters or the other... Definitely. Oh yeah. yeah. Road. Give me your give me your Kang thoughts. Oh man. I really liked Jonathan Major's Kang. I mean, he came in, he had this like gentleness to him mm -hmm. that then would like that would flip kind of on a dime. And then he would kind of have the, like as he spoke, he would have this this gentleness where he's talking about like taking over the universes and like just all this stuff, but he, he just, he wasn't over the top, you mm -hmm, know, aside mm -hmm. from, you know, like we said, like the, that last scene, but no, those are different Kangs, but like this Kang that, that we saw was really interesting. And I yeah. really liked him. And I yeah, liked I agree. like the physicality he brought in that last fight. I know Dylan, you, you said that like Paul Rudd maybe isn't a good fighter, but like, Oh, but he man, would, no, he Jonathan majors, great. Jonathan majors came in. I just remember like this kick to the chest that looked like it hurt so bad. Yeah. Like yeah, it looked, seriously. it looked so stiff. <laughs> like, yeah. So like, but he, he was great. I liked the, the building of him with the Michelle Pfeiffer stuff. I liked him kind of growing and just like the design, like he looked like Kang. He, he had all the stuff and we can get into visuals and stuff like that. I don't want this to go too long, but but yeah, I I really enjoyed him. I'm hoping I'm hoping we can get Kang back. I would really like to see this Kang. Hmm. Set except for all the others. Charlie, what did you think of Kang? Yeah, I I thought it, so. Like it's it's hard to separate. Like you know, because because I I I I was one of the old old people who didn't get out to the theater because of the kids and because of Brody's high voice. Um, so I, I, I waited for the Disney Plus release, and so I, I saw it straight. And so you know, you know about the Jonathan Majors allegations, and you kind of, you know that there's this backstory kind of like underneath. It's a, like the elephant in the room, and so I'm watching it, and I'm really enjoying the performance. But I'm also, you know, like, you know, if if the, you know, if this, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know. Yeah. I have not, admittedly, been reading. This has not been something I've been seeking out a lot of information on. And I'm not. This is not the podcast you come to for information on on Jonathan Majors' uh, legal battles. Uh, yes. But I, I know that they dropped him from like you know some of like the mm. promotional materials and some of the things they were doing at like some you know some some cons and stuff when they're showing some of the Loki footage and things like that. I, it, it presents an, a very interesting quandary. Like if if things break a certain way, are we getting rid of the character altogether? Are we getting a different, like, are we getting a recast? Is this going to be like a, like a Don Cheadle stepping in kind of situation? Uh, like, uh, when we got that, the, uh, oh my gosh, uh, you, you know, Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard. Oh my gosh. I kept wanting to say Terrence Marshall, but I've, I've been uh, playing too much fantasy football. Uh, so we get, uh, <laughs> get the, the recast going, but that could be interesting, but I, I liked his performance. I, I did like all, all of the things. Yeah. Pushed aside, I thought he was really good. I, I loved the physicality of his fight scene. Um, I, I mean, he just was very imposing, and you could see like that that switch of that like that anger yeah. when it came on, and like. So I, I don't know. I have no idea what they're gonna do, and, and I'm I just you know, but I if if it's a recast, I just hope they get a, another another actor with some gravitas. 
Yeah, definitely. Tudong? Yeah, I mean, I I highly agree. I think he uh, he set a good, a high bar for for uh, you know Marvel bad guys. He was easily the best part of the movie. Uh, and I like I like I liked his performance. Hopefully, if we get another Kang, it's something similar to this because it was a really good character, and those other characters really seemed kind of goofy. But he was really good. Um, I liked the that, like you said, the gentleness and the dichotomy. When he said, like you know, when you looked into my mind, what did you see? We didn't get a chance to talk about that before, and I was like wow, he's talking to her like a friend, you know? Like, that's really cool. And he's like, I'm going to just you'll do this or I'm going to vaporize you. And then I might just vaporize you anyway. I, I, I thought it was, it was excellent. And he, when he was like, yeah, that's what conquerors do. I was like... Now, if they want to get rid of the Kang character, I mean, they have all the Kangs in one place. That's true. So you just, all you need to do is just have some super baddie and they're all like doing their thing. And then he shows up and he's like... <laughs> the old zerp floor and then uh reset <laughs> <laughs> all right um i do want to talk also about just the overall mcu impact so how do you guys think this is this is kind of setting off kind of this next phase we've got kang who's supposedly supposed to be going to be the next big bad thanos type which, you know, it's difficult because if this was just a straightforward thing, we could then give our, our you, know, uh, you know, what we think. But now we have no clue. Are we going to keep the character? Are we going to keep the actor? Is he just going to be recast? Or is there just going to be another character coming in? We've got, like, no clue due to, uh, you know, what, what's been happening. So it's really funny. Now, if there was none of that stuff. If none of that stuff was happening, what do you think that this would mean? If none of that, no, no legal stuff. There's Kang. It's moving forward. Jonathan Majors, all that stuff. I, I mean, they, they've already announced like Kang Dynasty. Like the right. next Avengers movies are focusing on Kang. I think we're going full force with Kang. I think, I think we're going to get Cassie back. I think they're building up to this young Avengers. They've been introducing all these younger versions of all the heroes. I, I think at this point we have like every single hero now has. Yeah, that's true. And so I think we're going to get that. Whether we get another Ant-Man, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not sure. People really did not like this movie. They did not like. When this came out and then it went to streaming, people were like, what happened? Like, it wasn't that bad. Like, you kidding? They're saying that it was this, like, horrible, worst movie in the MCU, which I think is ridiculous. No. Not by Yeah, not even, not. Not, even, not, not even close. I, it's interesting, right? So, so the rest rest of this year we get we get what Secret Invasion, and we get the Marvels, and then Loki yeah. season two, right? And then that's it for two thousand twenty three. Do we have? Then I, I thought there was another movie. Am I wrong? Is it just Marvels? Is Marvels? I know the last that. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all I'm seeing. Um, I know that. Like they they're making that Echo TV show, and then I heard that they're just dropping that all at once, which sounds like oh. maybe they're not that excited about it. Uh, like a well, like a dump, like a here's here's all the episodes at once. So that that doesn't bode well for that. Uh, it's going to be like a new a what if, um, you know, it's just some like Iron Heart TV show. Uh, Captain America: New World Order is May twenty twenty four. We get Thunderbolts. We'll, we'll see about that with the writer strike. I don't know. Oh, right. Oh, I what I'm excited uh, for? I I, Blade and Deadpool 3, I'm excited ooh, for Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to get Daredevil back on TV. Like, there's some stuff that's coming that I think is really cool, but I, I the, th the three things that I mentioned, I have no idea how that fits in with what they're doing, like, with, like, the main... Like, is it weird that, like, the three things that I'm the most excited about might be three things that really take place outside of all the stuff they're setting up here? Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm... A, look, I, I, I've... I recently went to go visit my in-laws in in the country in the country, and I felt like, oh man, I'm such a city mouse out here. Like, we're finding badger heads in the side of the road. I'm like, this is not this is not where I belong. Like, oh, good, a three foot snake. Let me pick it up. I'm like, ah, it, this is not no. I, I'm gonna move. If a three foot snake appears in my house, I'm just moving. Uh, <laughs> 
if you're telling me like there's gonna be like Avenger movies with like a bunch of like early twenty something like kids, like I feel like that's great, and I'm so glad that young people will have an Avengers that they can call their own and they can claim as their own. But I do feel like maybe I'm aging out of that demographic, and I'm probably not gonna be super excited to watch like a young Avengers movie. It's just not like that's not the life stage I'm in, and that's totally like that's great. Not everything has to be for me, and and quite frankly, the world would be really boring yeah. if it was. So, like, good, go out there. I, I have my Avengers movies. Like, great, some young people can get theirs. But as far as, like, what this sets up, like, I, I just don't know. And I'm, I'm really curious to see directionally where it, where it heads. I'm excited for Loki Season 2, so that is directly connected. I know you guys, you guys both hated Loki, the TV show. Uh, no, or at least were lukewarm, lukewarm on it. But That is far from hate. It is. It's far, far from hate. Bro, are you kidding? Back me up on that. Do- Brody, Brody put Loki as like his like like the bottom of his MCU TV shows when we did that that ranking. Oh yeah, that's right. You do hate it, Brode. I Lowe. don't hate it. I like the <laughs> other ones more. That's all. Um, do you guys think we're done with the quantum realm? I I tell you, I hope we're not done with uh with all of it because uh yeah, there's, there's some, I think there's some cool stuff that could be done there, but. I think people are shying away from it since everybody really disliked Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. They didn't they didn't like it at all. I think can we, MCU's can we at least get some William Jackson Harper. Can we get can we get a little bit more uh cheaty from Good Place? Yeah, uh, right. His glowing head. Oh can yeah, he was really fun. <laughs> you know you know what I think is kind of interesting about this? And we haven't really touched on it. Uh Bill Murray's performance, his usual performance. Okay, it was just kind of Bill Murray, but when she, when he was like, "You didn't tell them about me, like at all. You didn't say anything about uh, us after what happened, after all the people who died." Like I was like, "Whoa, where did this <laughs> performance come from from Bill Murray?" That was really good. And then of course that flew right out the window, and he was back to ants. And what are those? Do we have them? And I was like, "Oh, come on, you're just kind of being a Jeff Goldblum here." Hey, but whoa. if you, yeah, but I mean, like, if you notice, Kang had the same sort of a reaction. He's like, "You didn't tell them about about you know me or us at all, like nothing." They were like, their feelings were hurt, and I loved that. I thought that was fantastic, and out of nowhere, that Kang was even kind of hurt that she didn't mention him, even though he's like, "I get it," but I'm really, is Janet hiding, hiding anything left. else? Oh, I, I hope so. Uh, give me give me a like a Janet like a Michael Douglas Michelle Pfeiffer solo film, or or TV sh- like a short TV mm, show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They could go in the quantum realm and, That'd be and, fine. and I'd, I'd watch that. But how are we doing on time, bro? Because I want to complain about the green uh, screen. We should probably be wrapping up here pretty soon. We're we're at forty seven minutes. So. All right. Let me let me just let me just say my piece on the green screen stuff. Okay. You you guys have already heard me complain about it a little bit. But I, I, you, you, on this if you're a watcher of this podcast and you're still with us, first of all, bless you. Thank you so much. You've heard me <laughs> complain about green screen fatigue. I am, I am suffering from severe green screen fatigue, and I really was hoping that and this movie didn't that, help. That there, there would be a lot of cool green screen shots of like beautiful, bright, colorful things, and then a lot of practically built sets that look otherworldly. And that is just not the direction they went. It was just all green screen stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I am, I am just like really. Like and and it wasn't all good and it wasn't good green screen stuff either. Yeah, like there yeah. were some really, really bad shots and some really like oh, no. uncomfortable moments of like just really awkward things. I is this is this just it? Like is this just where we're at? Like is the rest of the MCU mm-hmm. stuff gonna gonna be just so leaning into this? Like Doctor Strange and this, you know, just like the like the new phase seems to be so the Eternals is so relying on green screen stuff and i just i kind of i don't know i just i i'm not really that i, I don't know if the technology's not there if they're just if they're just not setting it up right if, if it's just kind of the classic oh we'll fix it in post kind of thing <laughs> mm. oh that was hard to fix in post um i don't know i what do you guys what do you how are you guys feeling about the green screen stuff i agree with you no i didn't i didn't i like it when it, there's you know they mix in the actual practical effects. If you want to have green screen, if you want to have the CGI, that's fine. But there is there are ways of doing it that show that you actually care about what you're doing as opposed to just kind of putting it up there and then there you see people just jogging in place and nothing seems real. No stakes are there. No development. Uh, yeah, I agree completely. 
I mean, I just watched yeah. Egypt Tomorrow, and, and they, they built, Tom Cruise made him build mechanical suits. Poor Emily Blunt had to yeah, walk around yeah, in a 100-pound yeah, yeah. mechanical suit doing stunts, man. Broke her. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. and the, but, the, but the movie was so good, and it looked yeah. awesome. It looked like, terrible with a bunch of green screen suits. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that the green screen, this, and this movie especially, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. too much. It was too much. Nothing felt real. You know, like Modoc, just the entire every time anybody talked with Modoc, his eyes are just like looking off into the distance. Like he never looked anybody in the eye. It was mm-hmm. there was there was too much, and I think that's something that that did hurt it. I'm hoping that this is not where everything else is going. I'm hoping as we get more stuff like Captain America, New World Order stuff that yeah. hopefully is more mm-hmm. world bound. You know, I think once we get into more space stuff, I think. Marvels is probably going to be really CGI heavy, um, but I am hoping that we get more grounded stuff that isn't using so much green screen. Yeah, yeah Captain America can't come fast enough. They should have that. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Boys, well, do you guys, last you guys, yep. Tudong, last thoughts. Give it a score, uh, Tudong. Out of ten. Six. Being generous. Six. There were some fun Apparently. moments. Yeah. I know I like I, I feel like the guy goes on Amazon and, and then like rips the product for like ten minutes and then gives it like a four star review, but I, I would <laughs> say six I would say six as well. I I, I think that uh, I know I spent probably more of my time chattering about the negatives, but I, I Mostly just missed opportunities, uh, but I thought there was enough there to give it a six. I'm gonna go six point five. Ooh, oh. I think I, I think I like you know Jonathan Majors was really good. Really I good. still, you know, there was enough stuff that I liked, but it's it does fall into that like mid range. No, it's nowhere near the bottom, but it's nowhere near yeah. the top either. There we go. Yeah. Well said. All right. Charlie, you want to take us home? Yeah. Well, let us know your thoughts. What did you guys think of Ant-Man Wasp Quantumania? Uh, if you don't have Disney+, Plus, uh, hit us up in the comments. Dylan will drop his account and password below. Uh, maybe <laughs> Social Security. You could hit him up for his credit card. Whatever you need. Dylan's got you covered. Uh, we'd love for, for you to, to, tell, to share your opinions on the, on the movie, what went right, what went wrong. And if you're enjoying this, make sure you hit some more of these videos below because it really does help us out quite a bit. Uh, and hit that like and subscribe uh, so Brody can afford more beard lotioning. Uh, or oiling? Uh, do you lotion a, a beard? That's weird. That's gross. All right. We'll see you next I time. Don't it. lotion your beards. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.